Yo, welcome into another episode of Capturing the Game. It's the Game Within the Game podcast featuring me, your host, Desmond Jones, and my man's Juwan Polo Man Stewart. Today we got another special guest on, on today's episode. Uh, but before we talk about the guest, I want to remind the audience that Capturing the Game podcast is sponsored by Capture Sports Agency, where the CEO and founder is Shanta Smith Jones. Video edits is done by Desmond Jones, and also beats are produced by uh, Jordan McClone. Now that the introductions are out of the way, we're gonna go ahead and talk about today's guest. He is the strength and conditioning coach at Tennessee State University. His name is William Jackson. William, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How y'all doing? Good, We're man. good, man. Yeah, you know, we just I, I appreciate Jawan's road. So I, I was talking about it offline, but you know, ever since we I ever since I dragged him out of retirement, you know, he fully but surely this man, you know, he he's you know up in his game every single every single week, every single episode. And uh so I got I got I got, I like the road, man. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. You know, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying new stuff, you know, it's just got to stick to my polo brand. So, you know, I'm just trying to one day get my sponsorship so I can uh, be big time out here, bring some extra money in, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, at least you brought out the polo. Exactly. Right. So, so polo, if y'all listening, because I'm, I'm going to add you with this one. <laughs> Sponsor my man's Juwan Polo Man Stewart. All right. <laughs> sponsorship moment out of the way William man let's go ahead and get this episode episode started but uh can you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself yes um my journey began at West Virginia University where that's when I got my first uh, strength and conditioning experience I started at a little small school uh, Fairmont State where I was doing an internship working with football there and then from there, man, I fell in love with the entire environment of just strength and conditioning. Uh, I got my real first taste of the everyday life at Robert Morris University with uh, Coach Day. And it was definitely a, a shocker doing the, being there all day, you know, seeing the ins and outs of strength and conditioning and what it takes to be a strength coach, but it was, it was definitely well worth it. Then I, after that, I was there for a year. I was a GA at Howard Payne University down in Brownwood, Texas. And if you know anything about Brownwood, Texas, is that part of Texas where it's like the wild, wild west type of Texas. So, you know, there's bulls in, in the backyard of where I was living at. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. And bulls. Bulls, yeah, bulls. He said bulls. Oh, <laughs> they actually like real bull. Like, what you talking about the rodeos joints? Rodeo, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, yeah. like they got the horns and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, I'm cool. Like the ones that hate the color red, yeah, those bulls. Oh, okay, damn. You said in the backyard, though, yeah, somebody had one. Man, what yeah. boy, I tell you, if you missing stumbled in the backyard, you heard, oh no, I got to go, got to go, got to go. I was there for and a people year. Got, I said, yeah, people talk yeah. about Indiana. Uh, true. We got bulls. Well, go ahead, bulls go ahead. What you go for? Yeah. Finish. Look, go ahead, finish. I was just stuck on the bulls, but go ahead, finish, finish. Go ahead. I was there for a year. Then I ended back at Robert Morris during the uh, pandemic. It was a little bit closer to home, and I became an assistant there the second time around. And now I'm at Tennessee State University, and I work with football, and I run softball. Okay, so now as a strength and conditioning coach, I mean, I guess looking at from football, like, I mean, you know, that's more just kind of strength, building up those different muscle groups and whatnot. Softball, how do you handle – I mean, those sports are almost, to me, at least two different spectrums. They may be similar in, yeah. in some regards, too, from which how you do it. But how do you handle those two uh, workouts, I guess, differently or similarly? 
softball, football, they kind of on the same spectrum a little bit. Mm-hmm. When they go in the weight room, they they have the same attitude because those are tough girls. You know, they're playing on the dirt field, diving for balls. You know, mm-hmm. maybe getting hit with a ball once in a while, stuff like that. So they're they're your tough your tougher type of females out there. So I kind of train them similar to where I could push them the same way as I do with some football players. But, you know, the overall thing is just to make them a better athlete and for their sport than, you know, worrying about being bigger and, you know, pushing a lot of weight. Gotcha, gotcha. So you originally are from Texas, right? I'm from West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. Okay, okay, okay. So you're let's see, ten Tennessee. Okay, I guess you, you you moved a little closer to home, I guess, to a degree. A little bit. Yeah. So, uh, out of all the places you've been, which which have you preferred? I guess the most back home uh, with Brownwood, Texas, with the Bulls, <laughs> or uh, you know, closer to Tennessee or whatever. Uh, each place has been special they had their every every place has had their their moments you know I don't know if to pick one because each one has been a different experience in my life but yeah that's that's all I have to say yeah gotcha right, going back to this bull my uncle would have shot that and that would have been for dinner that day <laughs> you can't be killing people bulls man I'm just saying. I'm just he'd telling been, you what my uncle. He'd have been locked up somewhere. That's a criminal. That's a crime, man. And if he says like the my Wild uncle, Wild West, it'll be like the harder they fall. It's gonna be some people gonna be shot up. Well, he's shooting back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't Shoot. know my uncle. I'm just saying, that man, crazy. Look, the man just turned 81, and they over here. He over here 81? fighting a case for he. Yeah, he, he okay. just turned 81. He, he just look. He find a case for him shooting at someone because he tried to kill somebody. First off, he's eighty-one. He shouldn't be having no gun. First off, but I ain't gonna talk about your uncle on, on the on the pod. They took his gun. But they, they took need his to gun. Need to take a lot of stuff from him at this point in his life. We're gonna get back to this. We're gonna get back to this interview because you 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 wilding today with your uncle. Okay, um, so. I guess, you know, speak to the people a little bit about, I mean, because I've, I've always heard strength and conditioning, but like, what does it, what does that truly, truly mean? Like, is that just physical brute strength or is that mental everything? Or is it just, just physical? Like, you know, I've always heard that, but I've never truly, truly understood what that means. So uh, it, it all depends on where you're at, but. We do it all, you know, nutrition, strength, speed, power, you know, agility, ment- mental toughness. Mm-hmm. We're doing it all because, you know, most of the time we're with the athletes more than their coaches, especially if you right. talk about the offseason and, and with NCAA rules. So, you know, we, we got to teach the kids from, you know, little things, every little thing that you could think of, that you would think they would know, we have to teach teach them at some point. And that, you know, our goal is just to help them be better athletes on the field. So whatever we can do to get that little bit of advantage, that's what we try to do. Gotcha. So what, what would you recommend is like the best diet to like build muscle? Eat. <laughs> Real food. <laughs> That's what I was say. Everybody oh, talk to us about that. Everybody's yeah, different. Like... That's the thing. So, you know, a lot of people will go out there and try to eat a bad diet and try to work out and, and match the two, but you can't do that. So we, we try to teach them like you gotta get your proteins in different forms. You can't just eat, you know, a lot of people say go eat steak, chicken. Like, you need to get the broccoli. You need, you know, the bell peppers, all that. You need fruit. You know, you need to try to set a time to where everything is a little bit structured to where you're eating, you know. So we're hitting, like, every little point that we try to 
to get with them. All right, so me eating like chipotle chicken and some rest of the vegetables ain't gonna cut it, is it? That's not a bad meal, but you don't want to put too much of this chipotle right there in your meal, you know what I'm saying? You want to mix it up a little bit, give your body some different variety. I got you. So you got to go with chipotle, then you got to go to Roof Chris. Okay, then you gotta go to uh, wings, etc., or like uh, buffalo wings and ribs. Then you got you got hit all three. See right there. That's what see what I did. That's beautiful. That's what you gotta do right there. Right there. Boom. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So what would be like the most critical aspect of strength and conditioning? Is like is it the cardio portion? Is it maybe you know? lightweight more reps like what's the most like critical like component to a workout i mean all depends all depends on the sport that you're playing uh, the biggest thing is consistency it's our it's the main key because we'll, a lot of kids will work from like if we get them in the summer and the fall consistently they'll go to the spring and not work out. Or if we get them fall, spring, they'll go to the summer and not work out. So it's always a repeating cycle. Like now we starting back from square one because you took so much time off. So consistency is the biggest thing. Being in shape for your sport is a major thing. And then just finding the weaknesses that we can develop them in. So I guess, how long do you say, like, for football seasons, at least? Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure you probably have you probably have a slew of peak players come in, maybe some of them semi uh, in shape, others, you know they weren't doing what they're supposed to do over the summer yeah. uh, or over the fall or whatever. Um, I mean, how do you gauge, like, how long does it usually take f- for you to keep them and get them in the shape, I guess, depending on what different levels you they all come in on? Uh, we we run some tests here to see where they're at. Like some some teams do like three hundred shuttle, three hundred yard shuttle. Some do the one ten. You know what we do? We just do. Uh, we have some sprint tests that we do, and we try to gauge on their numbers. And a lot of times we get a kid that stays in the summer and is always here with us. We know that that kid is going to be in shape because he's been pushed to that next level. A lot of kids won't push yourself as hard when they're away. So just running different tests and, you know, seeing, like, if we set a time and they destroy that time, then we know, like, all right, they got to be in this type of shape. Gotcha. Now, for football, are you doing the entire team or certain positions? Uh, I work with the red shirts and, like, the non-travel guys. Gotcha. Then we have another guy that who is the head guy there. He works with the travel guys. So, so I know you talked about consistency earlier, but what what other types of advice could you give to athletes that you know are trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, especially like the college athletes, because some of them can't really afford to you know properly get the the meals that they need because they're college students. They they broke, broke five broke. You know, but what 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 type of advice could you give to to athletes that are trying to maintain like a healthier lifestyle? That one, the one that's a big thing that we struggle with too, is how they're just out there trying to survive at some point. So you know, reaching out to your resources, do do your homework. Also, you know, don't just somebody telling you something. Because a lot of people just throw out information that they might have heard of, you know, so, you know, do your research, uh, set a budget for yourself on what you can afford. You know, some things are, the prices are high right now, and especially like meat and stuff like that. But, you know, you got to search for different options of where you can, you can get what you can get at some point. 
and then just try to be as consistent as you can. And if you have to take your budget to a lower level, lower scale, you know, you know, you have to work around what you can work around. About how much, ideally, if someone wanted to eat like a, a basic meal, healthy meal for a week, about how much money like should someone try to budget for? If they're trying to maintain just their their weight, uh, you want a monthly or weekly? Weekly. Weekly. I'd probably say someone that is good can probably do it around $50. Okay. That's not that's not that strict, strict with it. Can probably do it around $50. If you have a good plan set out, you could do it because you'll have your meals prepped out. Like, all right, I know I need to get this, 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 this. So you can, you know, like get the cheapest chicken because I'm going to cook it you know, the next day or the cheapest fish because right, I'm going to cook it the next day. And then you just build your meals around that because, you know, rice is, you get 99 cent rice, you know, you can get green beans at the can. So now your your prices are lower. So if you, you know, if you do it right, go in there with a plan, you can set yourself up for success. All right. Give me, give me an example of like a, of a basic, or a nice little healthy like dinner because I'm, I'm 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 writing this down because for myself when I start get back into the gym or I start conditioning myself, you know I know what I need to prepare for. Ooh, boy, you know. I, I would say a, a simple one: baked chicken yeah. with rice. Okay. I would go. I like broccoli. I would go with Ooh. broccoli. And definitely get your water. And that's one meal right there. Is it white or brown? Okay. Is it uh, white rice or brown rice? I would go brown rice. Okay. A little bit easier to digest. Gotcha. Okay. What about breakfast? Breakfast, I'm going with, you can get waffles, eggs, and I would hit some like bacon or sausage. Try to do like turkey bacon, turkey sauce. The turkey okay. bacon is good, though. I ain't going to lie to you. People don't realize how good turkey bacon for real is. It's really good, though. Yeah. And it's usually on the cheaper side. Yeah. It is. So at one point in time, when, when I was cut down weight, like one of my breakfast meals was, it was some, spa- it was some baby spinach, boiled eggs. Popeye. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was boiled eggs. Oh. And... um. I was able to put, I think I was able to put like bacon pieces in there, but I felt like I added that myself because I was like, yo, I can't be eating this. And then I was able to add like a, a like a, a tablespoon of whatever dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, How does that sound? Bad. That's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Let me say I go back to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna just stick to my uh, bacon, rice, and eggs. That's what I'm gonna do for breakfast, or a pancake on the side. You know, that's what I'm gonna do right there. That's me, right there. Mm-hmm. Well, so okay, we'll, let's talk about you. Would you like since you you're in strength and condition? I I feel as though you have to you know maintain the look for of being a strength and condition coach, or you can't be out here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Telling the players one thing, no. but you know I'm eating whatever I want. Yeah. Right. Like y'all go on that, y'all eat that spinach. Give me this, uh, give me, give me this double burger from double whopper from from Burger King. You know what? You know, tell me, tell me about your diet. Like, what do you do to kind of maintain, you know, the look of a strength and conditioning coach? So we, we, I like to practice what I preach. I try to keep it to, like, if I'm gonna tell you one thing, I'm gonna try to do it myself. So I work out three times a week. And I run probably two times, three times a week, depending on how the week is. Uh, for food-wise, we, we've been getting breakfast because we uh, our school has been able to feed our athletes in the morning with our, our football team. 
So we've been getting to breakfast every day and uh, we get one meal from the school every day. So we've been doing pretty good on that aspect. But my wife is a pretty good cook. So and she's been trying to be like, all right, we need the meal plan. We need the meal plan. So I'm like, all right, I'll do my research, set it up. And she's been on it. So I've been blessed on that part. But as far as like setting up a meal, like we'll, we'll show like guys, like some guys will get eggs and potatoes in the morning and that's it. And we're like, no, you need the eggs, potatoes, bacon, get a little bit of grits as we have our oatmeal. And that's your meal. So you go into practice and you're not hungry by the time. So you're trying to play catch up throughout the day. And, you know, most of the guys either they go to class or they go home and go to sleep. So we practice in the morning. So, you know, they're going to either miss lunch or get a quick lunch. So it's like, well, if you go ahead, eat big at, in the morning, because you'll have enough time before we go to practice. And then by the time you get to lunch, you're not playing catch up throughout the whole day. What about like game day? Like what, how does that meal look for game day? Because I've heard a lot of different things. I heard big meals, I heard like medium meals, and then even like maybe even smaller meals that kind of suffice so you don't be over bloated during the game type of thing. Yeah, so we uh, eat two hours before our game. Uh, you want to eat comfortably. I would say everybody's different, but you don't want to overeat and feel heavy going into the game. So we try to at least, uh, you see like chicken breast or pasta, something like that, or, you know, a mixture of the two. That way they're getting their carbs for energy. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of our guys like chicken. So, you know, that you're eating like one chicken breast or two chicken breasts. So we know like it's not a lot of dense food that right. they're eating. So when we get to the game, you know, they're not going to be that heavy going out there gotcha. yeah because i mean when i used to play like tennis and things of that nature like i was more on the the peanut butter uh type of you know bread and peanut butter type of diet just because of just the longevity of the peanut butter kind of kept me and yeah. potassium with the uh, bananas and stuff like that so and fruit that's really what i ate when i was playing when i used to play tennis back in the day but um so i mean yeah I, like you said it's different for every Every difference, every sport's different, and every person is different on top of that, too. Because some people could eat a whole steak and they'd be cool, and other people are like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> we also tell them, uh, drink water. You know, if yeah. you, you got to fill, fill it up, you're not feeling hungry, go drink some water, see, see if it fills you back up. All, all, the, all the, the tips and the trades that I, I, I wish I knew. Uh, <laughs> What's some of the uh, like the biggest mistakes that a lot of people that you see do when they're you know trying to either maintain strength or when they're trying to cut weight or or trying to get in shape? Like, what's some of the uh, biggest mistakes that people do? Uh, right now, they go on Instagram and try to mimic what people are doing. <laughs> the, uh, a lot of times, they they go in without a plan. And it is trying, hey, I'm going to do this today, I think. And it's like, well, you, you write it out. Write it out. See what it looks like. What's your goal? You know, what are you trying to do? And then, you know, do your research on it a little bit or talk to some people. There's a lot of strength coaches that can really help you out in this field. So, you know, that's the first thing to do is make a plan. Have a plan and then see where you can develop from that. Yeah, so Desmond, don't be going on IG and TikTok looking at The Rock and uh, all them and all them fake wrestlers and stuff, and they trying to figure out what they doing, and they be like, oh, man, they just, they big and buff. Let me just go out here and do that. <laughs> Low key, I do got like a little section in my collection called like workouts or something, so I do have nah. like stuff saved. as part of the side. I'm like, yo, you know, when I get back into it, I'm going to, you know, add that to like maybe a routine or a set, or, you know, do that for about two weeks along with a whole bunch of other things and, you know, move on. I just see, if I see a workout, I'm like, yo, that look intense. Like, it's engaging. Like, literally, like, your whole body, you know, I'm like, maybe I should try that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, th- there's a lot of things that I found like fascinating. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I need to go back to learning how to swim because that's like such swim. a super, yeah. Uh, William, do you know how to swim? I don't know how to swim. I okay. swim enough to save my life. There you go. See, there you go. Right there. That's all you need right there. This boy over here doesn't want to be an Olympian, uh, Olympic uh, swimmer, a professional no, springboard just, swimmer. Right, I don't know at what least you're doing. Y'all, y'all can say y'all can swim to at least save your life. Like I'm gonna swim to. to I didn't say I could. I didn't, I didn't say I could swim to save my life. I didn't say that. I can't swim. Period. I get to sinking, but when I hit the water. And that's how I it's rough. It's rough out here, man. It is rough. So okay, so, so okay. William, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. okay. So I'm I'm gonna talk about Tennessee State a little bit here. So I see there's how many how many other strength and condition coaches, like how many of, of them are in total? Like I know your assistant, so how many of them on the list? Do we have a director? football and i'm his uh backup yeah okay and we have uh one for volleyball track and field and tennis we have one for basketball and golf and then we have a ga for football who also helps with tennis i mean with uh track and field gotcha okay now are y'all like a close knitted kind of group or y'all kind of on your own little things or do y'all collab on a lot of different workouts maybe or kind of bounce ideas off each other yeah so um the guy that helps with track and field he helps me with softball Hmm. uh the basketball guy he does his own thing just because of the timing of when we came in and then us for football it's the three of us so we kind of talk a lot have we been together a little bit more gotcha. but we're, we're getting a little bit closer because uh, we're all a new staff that came in mm. some of us have been here since june some of us been here since august so we're all just trying to collab together and we we sit in the office and chat about different things that we see and different things that we can improve on so we've been trying to get a little bit closer together gotcha okay Ahead, how do Dave. you like, yeah how do you differentiate yourself i butchered the hell the word but that's okay like how do you like make yourself like stand out or be different from like any other traditional just any other traffic conditioning coach that is either at your university or just you know out there that um like coaches or or trains athletes on the side or or at other universities uh, I think that the athletes kind of make you that different person. Like, I, I like to, I'm, well, I'm young, so me talking to them, they kind of see it on, a, like, a personal level. Like, oh, you, you must understand. And I played football in college and everything like that. So I do understand where they're at. And I'm like, what what's your mindset going into this year? Or what has the, what has the vibe been? previously and I like to try to listen to them and be like all right so we need to change the culture if that's the understanding or y'all need to be pushed harder because just looking at the the past of uh wins and losses things like that so you know the athletes will really tell you what they're feeling uh you just use your personality every everybody's different so, you know, try to use your own little flavor, your own personality, and how you coach and just be you, be real with the athlete. That's that's, that's some solid advice. <laughs> real solid advice. When it comes to working out, some people have like, like a conception where, all right, you shouldn't use like machine weights, you know, use more free weights or anything because mm. of like is this better for your body is that like what are some like maybe the other conceptions or conceptions that are out there that people you know you know bring up too much or talk little of or you know is that one of the like 
perceptions that are out there that that uh you know need to be talked about more uh i think you need to use both in your program if you have the means of machines and you have free weight i don't see why you wouldn't use one versus the other because you can do a lot between you know the two so just giving like your athlete the holistic approach to training will allow them to grow and that's 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 all it is because a lot i mean a lot of people will do both anyway while they're trained so why not you know put it into your program how do you what do you think about um like the high intensity like workouts like are those really super beneficials or are some people like certain like certain people will go through they'll do like crossfitting training just to like try to cut cut down cut weight and stuff is there any like benefit to doing those type of trainings or they should they stick to something else that that will work out better for them uh it definitely definitely has to be involved with your sport you know you want to try to keep your movements to mimic your sport especially when you get closer to end season a lot of people go to crossfit and they're just doing a lot of reps repetitively but like do you really need that into your sport if you're say you're playing basketball no you know like you'll be moving sometimes you'll be stationary a little bit moving stationary so you know you just kind of have to look at what your sport is doing and try to mimic you know what movements that you need to really improve on that for um i know one thing especially kids um like high school kids in particular like there there's athletes that that stick to one sport their whole entire career you know do you consider that or a good thing or a bad thing because a lot of times when you play other sports you get a chance to develop those muscles or use those muscles but that when it comes to like your primary sport you know you can you be that much better of a of an athlete because you're you know, you're developing more parts of your body versus kind of just utilizing just one particular part. I think early on, kids need to play as many sports as they can just because it's going to teach them all types of different skills. You know, you're going to get everything. You know, football, you get running, jumping, throwing. Same with if you play football, you need to run track. Why? I mean, it's just gonna make you faster athlete. You know, saying if you're an af- athletic, go play basketball too. You know, play them all. Play soccer, footwork is right there. You know, everything's gonna make you a better athlete. And it's a different type of competition. And that's that's the biggest thing, like a team aspect, the competition, and then putting your body in different situations will make you a whole better athlete. I don't think kids should specialize that early because they're still developing anyway. So if you if you can play another sport, I would. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, because I I it makes me sad when I see kids like stick to one sport, like they put all their resources. Like, dude, like you probably could be much better in this other sport if you put yeah. you know even just half as much effort as you're doing to this right now. Well, not even that, it just, you know, it breaks that monotony between constantly doing the one sport over and over and over again. You do something else that kind of, you know, shifts your focus a little bit to a degree, but you can always come back and say, okay, I'm taking some time off from whatever sport I'm playing and I'm now more, I feel more at ease now of whatever I was trying to force before. It comes easier now at this point because I played whatever other sport I played. Like it just... It makes you look at the sport differently to a lot of degrees as well. And most of the top athletes in the world played multiple sports as well. Like that's a lot of people don't realize that, but that's a lot of them are multi multi sport athletes. Like it's rare to see the best athletes who have played one sport. That exactly. is so rare. Exactly. Mm, that is true. I mean, I think about. I, I, so I think about LeBron, or I think about people like like Allen Iverson. They play basketball football. and football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely make you think a little bit different. Makes you tougher. You think LeBron could take a hit in football? He definitely could take one in basketball. 
No, not the same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the the best? Uh, what's the best set of exercises that people should add to their to their workout routine? Like, what's the one exercise that, like, no matter what, you want to try to make sure some of these? Oh yeah, uh, we we work on five core type of movements. You want to squat, hands, press, push, and core work. So if you could throw all those five into your workout, any variation, you'll have a good workout. Okay, is is the core like pretty much the hardest part of the body to work out? Uh, so in our in our world, we use core for everything. Like if you squat. And usually we teach how to squat, like you take a big breath in, hold it as you go down, and as you come up, breathe out. That's core work, technically. Yeah. Bracing your core, your core is locked in, and you're using your core. A lot of people just think core work is, I'm going to do a thousand crunches and hopefully I get abs. But, you know, we're always doing core work in any a different aspect of training. I like how you throw in and hope you get abs. There's a lot more. <laughs> I, I caught that. There's a lot more to just trying to get some abs than just like, you know, just doing a thousand crunches or going yeah, super hard. A lot of it's just diet it. at the most part. I didn't realize how much like, you know, breathing, like you said, beating like, you know, your diaphragm, making sure you like, I didn't realize how much of a difference that stuff makes. Cause I mean, I've never, what was it? Probably. Uh, five six years ago was my first time actually doing the squat like an actual bar with the squat like i didn't know what i was doing dude was like hey make sure you breathe because if not like it's gonna be I'm like man it's just a bar man i got this man like i said oh i said i see now okay he said put it back now redo it i'm like all right dang all right my bad i'm thinking it's just grab the bar drop i'm good like it ain't nothing to it like <laughs> yeah, you'll see kids and, and get red in the face you're like oh yeah. breathe breathe yeah Exactly. True that. Yeah, that's one thing I always try to make sure I do. You know, get that first deep breath and breathe out as I, as I push out, especially when it comes to bench press. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> 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 oh man, that just reminds me. So I have so prior prior to me, I'm gonna do the story time before before we switch over to to the to the game within the game segment. The story time. So. Before before my wife was my wife, uh, this was, man, this had have been like her sophomore year, my junior year, one of the two, what, whatever the case may be, right? And, uh, you know, she trained, she, my wife ran track. I, you know, I was, I was, I played baseball in college for the first couple of years and, the, and then I switched over into uh, this primary doing my engineering degree at the time. And um, so we we will go up to school, we'll work out, and then um, and I'll drop off at the crib, and I and I go go going back to work, you know, going back home, and, um, get ready for work for the next day. And one of these times, we at tech, and we working out in the weight room. So I'm over here benching, right? So I'm, so let me tell you, so I'm benching, but I have I threw like the resistant ropes. On both sides, underneath the bench, so I can get the resistance. Cause and and I was using the bar and stuff. So I was doing that, and then I got to the point where I couldn't get the bar up. I went down. I I, I was stuck. She had to come. She had to come help me. Okay. You know, rack it. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't drop. I wouldn't <laughs> drop the the weight on me. Huh. Huh. <laughs> yeah, get all the jokes oh, out now. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying a word, boy. I ain't saying a word. I'm not gonna say no. I'm gonna ask what what were your thoughts about that that scenario? Oh. I see why you got married to her. She didn't want you to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I ain't saying a word. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I was just trying to, you know, 
trying to get stronger. I was using trying to show out, man. Yeah, like, I wasn't trying to show out. You were trying to show out, you know. I wasn't trying to show out. Probably like, yeah, I'm gonna I show got my I got this. Ah, hold on, I can't move it. I can't move. Uh, <laughs> Whew, I ain't saying nothing else about you though. Leave it be. Leave alone. <laughs> Leave alone. Cause I would, I would talk about you real bad, but I ain't gonna do it. You can talk about me, look. Nope. All right. So, okay, let me ask you this thing, William. What, what are uh, some equipment that people should, you know, if people are trying to, you know, build their own home gym, you know, what's some stuff that they should probably invest in? Get you a Peloton. I'm just playing. Go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Peloton's been doing some good things. Uh, yeah, if you if you can get whatever you want, uh, get a rack. Get you some weights there. Uh, you have a bar. You have your barbell. That way you can do all your movements there. Uh, dumbbells. You can do so much with dumbbells. And get you some bands. You could do so much for bands that just have different variations. Okay. I got me, I got me a small little gym. I gotta get I gotta go start using. Oh, here you go, man. Here you go, man. I do. I got I got like a pull-up bar, you know, I got some oh. ropes. Yeah, that's good. Got, that's a good start. Yeah. Uh what else he we ain't got? gonna use it though, Will. That's the thing. That's chill. I have I use it. I may go do about three pull-ups. And I'll be done. Three. I come touch it. It was it. Three. We <laughs> gonna touch it two weeks later. Three. <laughs> hey, pull ups are hard, man. No, they not, man. Yes, they are, man. I used to do when I was in middle school and high school. All that I used to do twenty pull ups, like just effortlessly. But that's and I wasn't even in no type of shape. It was just, but I just knew how to lift myself up. Like this is what I did. But I mean, I don't know what I could do now because I ain't done it in probably about 15 years. I'd be, I'd be one, two, three. Yeah. Right, I'll, I'll see you. i see you in two weeks. Sad boy. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this first part of the interview. And uh, we're going to go ahead and transition to our rapid fire round. So it's the game within the game segment. So my first question for you, William, is are you ready to play? I'm ready to play. All right, let's do it. So the f- very first question we traditionally always ask. Chocolate chip cookies or oatmeal raisin? Chocolate chip cookies. That's another one. That's, that's 12. To, uh, what was that? 12 to four? I missed one, so I probably missed another one, but I'm going to say 13. Uh, you did now. That was oatmeal raisin? Because it was oatmeal raisin. Oh, so okay. So then it's uh twelve five. Then okay, twelve five. Either way, twelve five. I'm still. We're still winning. Chocolate chip still win. Uh, all right. So your next question is TV shows or movies. I'm gonna go with movies. What's your favorite movie? Uh, Remember the Titans. That's my number one. So is uh, I'm just is Denzel your favorite actor then? Nah, but he's 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 top, he's the top five. five. Okay. Top five. okay. Well, who your favorite actor then? Let's just go. Let's go down there. I'm gonna have to go with Will Smith. Ooh. Even though he's been, uh, you know, in an entanglement and all that good stuff. Oh no! I ain't gonna put that on. <laughs> entanglement. Not the entanglement, Lord. I can't even say none of that. Look, I plead the fifth. <laughs> plead Bro, the fifth. He, he, he's driving his book, too, speaking to that. I was and he got a movie reading, dropping, right? too. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Serena with the... Uh, uh, with Serena. The, yeah, with... Uh, I'm trying to think of the daddy name. I can't think it's of it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, by, yeah, by the time this, this, this airs, the movie will be now. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so you got you got Denzel, you got Will. Who else? Who fills out the top five? Might as well just go. You got two. But let's get the other three. I have to go. Tom Hanks. Okay, he's been in there. Who else? Can I? I'm gonna put Kevin Hart and The Rock together. 
Just you say that that's a pair. That's a tandem. That's a okay. pair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then who would be my last one? Hmm. I'm gonna leave the last one open. Too many okay. good actors out there and actresses. Okay. Facts. Okay. Uh, football question for you. Um, Randy Moss or T.O.? Oh, Randy Moss, West Virginia. You should have known that one, Desmond. That was kind yeah. of Yeah. That's okay. Hey, maybe, maybe you could the other way. Rain University. Come on, Rain. Come on, damn. I say, come on now. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Marshall, Rain. Come on, man. Come on, Desmond. That's it. Come on, man. You got to represent. You should come on, man. I ain't sure. Oh, okay, yeah, you shrug. Okay, you hit. Yeah, you need to take a picture kind, of that. That's, a, that's an emotive shrug. Yeah, that's what you need to do right there. Uh, another football question for you: Tom Brady or Peyton Man? I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. He's cool. still playing, still winning. Yeah. I gotta give it his prop. Okay. This is an old school question, but we're gonna ask it anyways. Barry Sanders or Walter Payton? I'm gonna go with Barry Sanders. Mm. Can't be mad at that. Look, can't be mad at that. All right, so um, I guess who is your favorite NFL team right now to watch? Uh, I like the Saints. I'm a Saints fan. Oh no! Oh, famous my dad's James just went down. Good luck with Trevor yeah. Simeon and uh, Taysom Hill. Good luck. Yeah. I, I like to watch the Ravens just because Lamar Jackson is running around out there. Mm-hmm. Now you know I was I was talking. I got another fan, a friend that's a Saints fan, and I was like, you know, why don't y'all pick up Cam Newton? Like to me, that's the perfect. This is a perfect opportunity for this situation. And they said, no. I said, this is crap. What, what did Cam do to these people? I don't understand. Like, they give him, they give him the calling treatment. Yeah, the only reason, only reason not to pick him up is if we're not going to keep him, there's no point to even have him. Now, that part makes sense. I get it. I mean, I mean, yeah, he'll be, I guess, Jameis will come back next season, hopefully. So, yeah, yeah he'll probably be gone next year anyway. So, yes, it makes sense. I mean, but the que- the question is, after you've seen, you know, this version of Jameis, would you prefer Cam or would you prefer Jameis? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. I- I'm going to have to go with Jameis just because he's been in the system already. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in the system. He's seen the. He seen the weak arm of Drew Brees as he departed. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he knew how to throw. He knew how to manipulate the offense. And once they get uh, Michael Thomas back, and possibly I heard Odell is talking about coming. So I mean, if you get those two, I mean that could be a definitely a nice one-two punch with Kamara. And then if Ingram comes back next year. Might, they, the Saints might be back where they was a yeah. couple of years ago. So, I mean, it's possible. We'll see, though. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The who that nation will be hollering who that all over the place. And, mm-hmm. and we'll, you know, give Tom Brady a run for his money again. So, yeah. I get it. Mm. All right. If you can go pro in any other sport other than football, what would it be? Basketball. If I could shoot like Steph Curry, man, I'd be out there. <laughs> Good old Steph. Yeah. Look, yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people wish they could shoot like Steph, you know. Yeah, man, one of the greatest shooters to do it. If not, well, he's the best. There isn't that, that, that. I think that conversation is over at this point. There is no other greater shooter right, so. than him. Yeah. Um, so, um, what was your favorite sports moment that you have ever seen or witnessed? Favorite sports moment. Hmm. It's been a lot, been a lot that I <laughs> got to see a little bit. Uh, 
I probably had to go back to when I was coaching little girls basketball. And we won a game with four people. And just the way that they play and never quit. And because it is, you know, it's real simple. We're down four to five, coach, but they played the whole game and made some big shots at the end. We won. Four people? Four people. Like the whole game, like start to finish. Like, to finish. all right, it's just the four of us. They're like, hey, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Team, they went to uh, Disney World. So it's like, well, you know, you can't blame them. <laughs> that's crazy. Four people, four on five, yeah. the whole game. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's uh. That's my favorite moment. That'd be one of my favorite moments too. Like, yo, I took a team. I beat. I had four players, <laughs> and we fourth beat grade, them still. Fourth grade girl. And we beat them still. We have four people. No sub. I, I wouldn't even know what to say about that. Like, that's what do you tell? So, I mean, if you're the opposite coach, like, what do you say? Like, I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd be like, man, we lost four people. Like, I don't know what you would even say. Like, I, I couldn't even, you couldn't make that story on if you're on the opposite side of that any better. Cause, like, it's just like, what you mean lost the like you lost to four people? You had five people, like you had a whole extra person. Like, why didn't you just keep the, the fifth person away from everybody else? Like yeah, that, you, I, you would think it worked like that. Phew. That's great. Fourth grade that, girl, that's everybody just, ain't good. Hey, that's probably true. Right. <laughs> that's probably true that, too. That's yeah. probably true. <laughs> you you right. Um, uh, I, I look at that as um, you know, you know. One of the worst things, and I think this is like what one of them, Kevin Hart moments, like one of the worst things that you want you want everyone to do as a father is get your ass beat in front of somebody, you know, somewhere in front of someone else. Yeah. I think one of the worst things you want to do as a coach is is lose to someone with a team that has less players than you, especially if, you know it requires five people to be on the court at once, yeah. like. I, I will forever remember, like, yeah, like, yo, that's the coach that lost to, lost <laughs> with one less player. But that's how you'll go down in history. Yeah. I mean, picture, but I mean, and that was fourth grade. Like, you know, you picture that if that's like the college, you know, what's the name almost did that? Uh, Alabama. They did. Colin, Colin Sexton. He yeah. almost, mm-hmm. almost pulled off a win with, they only had three people, I think, yeah. on the court. <laughs> <laughs> Like you could imagine him, you beating somebody like man, you know y'all lost to only three dudes. Like, are y'all serious? Y'all <laughs> playing three on three. <laughs> but yeah, Crazy. that's that's a dope moment though. I give you that. That is dope. Yeah. All right. Um, if you could be a hype man for any artist, who would it be? Ooh. Hype man for any artist. Man, that's a tough one. What what kind of artist are we talking about? Any artist. Anything. Anything. Uh, your world, your artist. I'm going to have to go with Drake. I'm going to have to go with Drake. Get that. Can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. Didn't somebody say a gospel singer one time? I had to look back at the archives, man. A lot of things are blending together. I'll be out there for Kirk. <laughs> I just said, I, I could have, I think somebody did say a gospel person. I was like, you know, that's, that's different, but that's, that's, you know, that, that makes sense though. It makes sense. Like, you know, you can have a hype person for gospel, right? Or gospel music, you know, I mean, you know, you could. Cause I mean, I look at Kurt Franklin and I've always said this, Kurt Franklin is like the DJ Khaled of, Christian music, like that's yeah. all he is. Yeah, he, you know, but you know, that's just me. You know, and he making a lot of making his thing, then he like, you know, just not the DJ Khaled on the front end of it. This is Kurt Franklin now, you know. But you know, so who's your what? who's your go to artist? Then, like, if you working out, do you have a playlist you play, or you got you got to mix in a little bit of everything? Like, what what you got? I mix in a little bit of everything. Uh, Spotify. Let's put on Spotify, find something. Boom, let's go. 
Yeah, see, I, I'm, oh, man. That's like that time when, uh, I don't know if y'all saw this, but uh, they had Cam Newton's working out the gospel music. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm scared of him. Like, <laughs> you can work out to raising the Lord. Hey, man, you, hey, you didn't breathe, brother. I can't even be mad at you. Like, you know, you do your thing, man. Do your thing. Do your yeah. thing. So, like, you know, people that work out to anything. I, for me, it got to be, you know, I'm listening to my hardcore rap. Like, it's hardcore. Like, I can't be doing none of the, the slow stuff. I'll be like, man, what is mm-hmm, You're over there, sorry. You're doing everything in slow motion. Like, yeah, yeah, like, turn it off. I need some, <laughs> I need the old walker flocker, yeah, you know, the all that. I need the, I need the good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I feel it. I feel it. So if you could take over any organization, I mean any organization, this could be Chase Bank, this could be Apple, this could be whatever. It don't matter what whatever you want it to be. Who would it be and why? Damn, I'm gonna go with uh Tesla because he's doing so much. It's, it's unbelievable how much he's doing that could end up really changing the world, changing our lives every day. You know, self-driving cars, he's trying to make the train, space travel. There's so much that's going on. Like, I think I, I like to be a part of that. Okay. That's, but that's a solid choice. I'm not even mad at that. And then on top of that, he also does, like, he has like a solar program with roofs and stuff so yeah bring in yeah like the man's tesla's portfolio is crazy it's more than just cars you could, could potentially end the world hunger yeah yeah i mean I, you know i was i can't I, the, the, the space thing i, I I'm, I'm cool i'm cool here on earth i don't want to go see i don't want to see the earth from outside though the spectrum because something happened, you know what I mean? You get stuck yeah. up there, yo, you're like, a, you ain't coming back rap. home. Yeah, you're not coming back <laughs> home. So, like, at that point, you signed yourself up. You either you're stuck up there or you're gonna burn up in the atmosphere. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. You you can take that risk. I'll I'll just take your word for it when you come back down. Like, that's where I'm at with it, you know. Until they get Wi-Fi up there and some uh uh some some uh oxygen. Then, then I might consider. <laughs> but until then, I, you're not gonna see me. It's not gonna see me. Not, not oxygen. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't breathe up there, man. I gotta have on a mask and a bubble on it. I ain't going. I need some oxygen, man. You know, I can't do it. Mm-mm. All right, we we wilded today. Uh, William, <laughs> what? <laughs> William, this is the hardest question of all. How can people keep up with your career and follow you with everything that you have going on? Uh, I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram. Follow me, Will underscore the thrill. Uh, I, I'm not on there heavily, but if you want to follow me on there, you can follow me on there. Twitter is the same name, so made it easy for everybody. Uh, if you want my my email, wmjackson three three zero at gmail.com If you ever want to hit me up, and that's that's about it. LinkedIn. William Jack. It's the it's the uh the name for me, Will Thrill. Yeah. Cool. All right. For all the uh listeners, subscribers out there, we we love we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Go ahead, um, follow us on on Twitter at CTG underscore podcast on Instagram. It's capturing underscore the underscore game underscore pod. On YouTube, it's just Capturing the Game Podcast. On Facebook, it's on Capturing the Game Podcast. We are also on TikTok. Um, you can find us on Capturing the Game Podcast. But Will, you know, it's been fun. It's been a pleasure. I felt like I just talked talk with one of the fellas for, for the past hour. And so it was super dope to kind of get to know you and kind of meet with you, man. And, and I get some of the, the, the pro tips on, you know, what not to do as I start my fitness journey. Yeah. And appreciate y'all for having me on. This has been fun. Definitely love to see y'all doing what y'all do. Just keep doing what y'all do. Proud of y'all, man.
Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.